Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the mighty Ring Talk Studios here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Of course, just a stone's throw away from Fisherman's Wharf. Of course, you've all been there, the number one tourist spot in the entire world, San Francisco, Ring Talk Live Worldwide coming to you for the next hour. Of course, we are talking boxing and mixed martial arts. That's right. Boxing on HBO tonight. Of course, USC going down last week. So we've got results and previews. Bottom line is, I've got open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, I've got the guilt-free text line as well. That address is 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. And hey, I'm even Skype. I'm 21st century, baby. I got the Skype line. It's open. It's happening. The address is Sports Byline and the number two. So straight up, boxing and first and foremost, of course, HBO going tonight. Live, of course. You want to check out the HBO channel because... HBO, bottom line, was the heavyweight champion of cable networks until Showtime came on. That's right. Showtime now, really, the leader when it comes to televised boxing. Why is that? Well, HBO decided to go in another direction. Of course, we've had Larry Murch on the show many, many times in the past. We've talked in depth about how HBO basically realized that the demographics are not what they were back in 1978, of course, when they started their box, their foray into the boxing world. The bottom line is HBO was heavyweight champion for a long time, but move aside, baby. Showtime is taking over. You are tuned to the Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Live from the city by the bay, I am Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk. But hey, you already knew that. Nobody really needs or wants home security until it's too late. You've heard the statistics about how many burglaries there are per day. You see the news. You know there are people out there that do bad things. The best way to help protect your home and your property is with an ADT monitored system from Protect Your Home, an ADT authorized premier provider. Call right now to get a free wireless home security system valued at $850. An ADT monitored system can help protect your home from fires, theft, floods, and call for emergency help. Call now to find out more about our $850. $50 free wireless home security system and start enjoying the peace of mind of security today. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. This offers for new customers only. Termination fees apply. $99 customer installation charge and 36-month monitoring agreement required. All for details, license terms, and conditions available at secureathome.com. 
If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You ask me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know. But I can tell you one thing, he punched good. Sounds like John Wayne. No, that was Joe Frazier, baby, talking about the knockout he received, of course, at the hands of George Foreman the very first time, let alone the second time. But George hit him in the back of the head. I thought that was a bit of a dirty fight. Anyway, George was going to beat him anyway. You know, and George was like so much bigger than Joe. And Joe coming off, coming off that beating he received, from Muhammad Ali in the great fight, the fight, March 8th, 1971. When you look back at history and things like that, as far as boxing is concerned, George Foreman, of course, he and I go back a long, long ways. I mean, we go back all the way until the days of 1967. Of course, when he broke into boxing here in San Francisco, it was sort of strange. He came out of the Job Corps that was over in Newark, California, and he was a 16-year-old kid, and he came over, and he was a big, and he was thuggish, and, you know, they said, well, maybe we could teach you how to box. Well, before you knew it, he was boxing pretty good guys in the gym, but, but not boxing the best guys, but boxing pretty good guys. And he was boxing smaller guys. I noticed they always had him boxing smaller guys. Of course, George was a big dude, big George Foreman. I'm talking about the guy, the Hamburger King. Of course, back in his teenage years, he was a big, big dude. But how can I put this? He wasn't the baddest dude on the planet. Tried to be. Was a bully of sorts. I mean, always beating up on those smaller sparring partners. My father told me one time, he's a bully. And I didn't know what he meant back then. But, you know, now that I look back at it, in history and the legacy of George Foreman, of course, becoming this all-American hero in the second tier of boxing to come back. Of course, seeing God in the Jimmy Young fight back in 19, was it 1978 when Jimmy Young rattled his cage? And, of course, he and Jimmy Young fought in Puerto Rico, and he said he saw God after that, and he didn't fight for like 20, 25 years. Then God had put him back in the ring, and, of course, George Foreman came back in 1994 and knocked out Michael Moore. And of course, Michael Moore is most famous for being knocked out by an old man. Isn't that terrible? When the history books are going to look back on you, what did your dad do? Well, 
He lost the heavyweight championship to an old man, an old fat man. You're kidding. No, no, he knocked out. He got knocked out. Oh, bad chin. Anyway, bottom line is I want to say to Detroit because Lindy Lindell, of course, my boxing story from Detroit, Michigan, writing a, writing a book right now on Joe Lewis as I speak, but he's listening on WCAR. That's 1090 AM in Detroit. And, you know, people think that boxing is dead. And, and this may be a little bit boring for a second, but I, I want to go through this for a second. There is boxing going on all over the world. I'm going to go through, the, through, through some of the cars. I t- I'll tell you what. I'll go through all the boxing cards tonight in Santa, as far as um, uh, Saturday is concerned in, in the world to show you boxing happening. Argentina, one, two, three, three cards in Argentina. Australia, two cards in Australia, three cards in Australia. Uh, a card in Bosnia, a card in Brazil, a card in Canada, El Salvador, Germany. Germany again, another card in Germany, uh, three in Deutschland. That's great. Italy, Italy's got one, two, two cards. Mexico's got two cards, uh, three cards. New Zealand's got one. Managua, Nicaragua, home of... Uh, the great Alexis Arguero, the late, great explosive thin man. They've got a card going on. Pakistan's got boxing going on. The Philippines got boxing going on. This is all for sat- Saturday. That's right, Saturdays. I'm talking about July 15th. I kid you not. Let me keep going. Um, Spain's got a card. Thailand's got a card. United Kingdom. Uh, the U.K.'s got a card in Wembley. Got one in Lancashire. Uh, what else they got going on? Arizona. The U.S.A.'s got one going on there. U.S.A., California again. Um, another card in Inglewood, California. District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., uh, Georgia, Iowa. I might keep going. USA, New York. I'm wow, man. And we'll finish it off with a card in Cincinnati, Ohio. That doesn't sound like boxing is dead to me. Does it sound like boxing is dead to you? Hell no. I mean, that's, that's a statement. The sport is a worldwide sport. It's just not the sport that Americans once envisioned. Why is it? Because other guys are starting to take over. I mean, look at Gennady Golovkin. I mean, we've always known that, that Mexicans have come in and, and licked, uh, uh, taking, taking a lot of championships away from guys. But when you look at the fact that the Russian contingent, the former Russian contingent, the former fighters, former of the former Soviet Union, these guys are making their move. I mean, when the Klitschkos, they held on to the heavyweight title for almost a decade, right? Vladimir Klitschko, no doubt about that. But now we've got this madman, Gennady Golovkin. When I say madman, is that he's, he's pretty fierce. I mean, people think that he didn't look that good against Danny Jacobs the last time around. Well, Styles make fights. And Danny Jacobs is a boxer, per se. And he's one of those safety-first boxers. And it's sort of, it's tough to look good. It's tough to look good against a safety-first fighter. It's just tough to look good against a safety-first fighter. We have Danny Jacobs, okay, making Gennady Golovkin look bad. So Golovkin goes the distance for, like, the first time in, like, 15 fights. And everybody's saying, oh, he's shot. He's vulnerable. Uh, there's kinks in his arm. But come on, man. Please. He won going away. If you listen to the HBO hype and all that kind of good stuff, uh, the TV, the TV announcers, the cheerleaders, the uh, the Danny Jacobs cheering squad, because you know the guy had beaten cancer. I mean, you got to give him his props. He did lick cancer like a stamp. He came back. He beat cancer. I give him those props. Okay, but guess what? That doesn't make him the winner in a fight with Gennady Golovkin. Not over twelve rounds. Yeah, Golovkin didn't look spectacular, but he landed a whole lot more punches. He landed to the body. He landed in combination. He just didn't land as spectacularly as he had in the past because of the fact that, A, Jacobs takes a good punch, and, B, he was looking not to get hit. And when you're looking not to get hit and you're fighting not to get hit, guess what? You're probably not going to get hit that often. So I give Gennady Golovkin all kinds of props. But then he faces Canelo Alvarez, September 16th. T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada, live on pay-per-view. I got to say this right here, right now. I am leaning towards Canelo Alvarez, the once-beaten Mexican junior middleweight champion, stepping up, of course, now going to fight Golovkin at 160 pounds. What's Golovkin now? 38-0, 35 knockouts, 34, and something like that. I mean, some incredible, incredible numbers. And, of course, and, and Canelo's no bum either. He's like 50-1. and one. 
with a draw and like, you know, 40, uh, almost 40 knockouts. So, I mean, Canelo's the real deal. When I look at the Canelo physically, and I match these guys up size, you know, side by side, Canelo's such a bigger man across the shoulders. It's almost like he's twice of, twice the, the, the shoulder span of Gennady Golovkin. The body mass seems to be more there. Of course, he's coming down from 185, 190 pounds to make 160 pounds, whether he wants to admit it or not. But this time, in between fights, he's keeping his weight down. What I'm trying to say is normally he's weighing around 185, 190 pounds. Keeping his weight down, of course, he's super fight going down September the 16th. He doesn't want to lose that. He's coming off the fight a fortnight ago, maybe two fortnights ago, against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. I mean, he beat him so bad. Another fight. And he didn't look that good in that fight. Why didn't he look that good in that fight? Because Chavez didn't want to fight. I mean, come on, man. I mean, you've got to want to. You, listen. In order to dance, you can't go out there and dance with somebody and look good if just if it's if it's a team thing. Two people back, but you need a, you need effort, you need cohesion, you need people going back and forth, you need some choreography, you need some some give and take. Well, in that Chavez Canelo fight, there was no give and take, but but come September the sixteenth, there will be hella give and take when these two guys battled out for twelve rounds for the world middleweight championship. Okay, I think this is the best middleweight title fight to come down in a long, long time. Maybe you can go back maybe to the days of, listen, no disrespect for Bernard Hopkins, but I just don't think that Bernard Hopkins, I won't diss Bernard, but he really didn't fight anybody super, super duper at middleweight. I mean, he fought guys like Oscar De La Hoya, 147-pounder, maybe 140-pounder. Of course, uh, started out at 130 pounds. Uh, He fought Felix Trinidad. That was his real claim to fame, right? Trinidad, another welterweight. I mean, you look at Hopkins' career, much like Marvin Hagler, they built their career and their, their highlights, their legacies, on fighting smaller guys. Hagler did it with Duran and Leonard. Of course, he destroyed Hearns. But he did it with Duran and Leonard. Of course, lost to Leonard. Almost lost to Duran. After 12 rounds, he was losing to lightweight Roberto Duran. Marvin Hagler, the greatest middleweight champion of all time. Brockton Master. Come on, man. Seriously. Greatest middleweight champion of all time? Probably, without a doubt, Ray Robinson. Biggest middleweight champion of all time? Without a doubt, Iran Barkley. How Iran Barkley made the middleweight limit, it was death-defying. It had to be because this guy, when he was fighting heavyweights like 10 years later, he was fighting guys at 217, 218 pounds and didn't have an ounce of fat on him. And it wasn't like he was a kid back there fighting the middleweight. It was 1988, of course, knocking out Tommy Hearns. Wow, the Las Vegas Hilton, Las Vegas, Hilton, Las Vegas Nevada. Barkley's on the ropes. Hearns is battering him, folks. Bang, bang, bang. And I hear Barkley, I'm in the third row. I hear Barkley going, oh, oh. He's like, I mean, wow, from the punches. That's how, how hard Tommy's hitting him, right? And then he rolls off with his left hook, and basically his eyes were closed. He threw this left hook, and boom, Tommy was down. It was all over. Right hand, left, Tommy's done. It's all over. The fight's over with, of course. He would go on to beat Tommy in a, a rematch, 175 pounds, 15 pounds lighter. Beat him over a, I believe, a 12-round decision. But Hearns, at that point in time, he was done. He really was done. Tommy stuck around a long time. Sorry, Detroit. The reason why I brought this in is that Elmer in Detroit sent me a, a quick text on Tommy Hearns. That's why I brought Tommy into the picture. But, Elmer, sorry about Tommy. I mean, you know, had Tommy fought at welterweight, Tommy might have been the great state at welterweight. Tommy might have been the greatest welterweight of all time had he fought his fight. And what do I mean by that? September, what, the 6th, September 1981, him and the Leonard going back and forth. And, of course, he decided to 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 box Ray Leonard. Instead of going, he had knocked everybody out. Pepino Cuevas, he knocked all these guys out cold. And would he, why would he box Ray Leonard? Why? 
He got lured into a trap. Ray Leonard knocked him out in the 14th round, one of the greatest welterweight battles of history. That for Elmer in Detroit, Michigan. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800 692 0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall & Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, that's him, man. 25 and a half minutes past hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We take it from the city by the bay to the city of Angels, Southern California, and bringing the Godfather himself. Larry Merchant, a very good morning to you, sir. Godfather, you there? I am here, sir. A very good morning to you. 
Thank you, and back at you. Okay, you know what? I, I noticed that Hector Camacho Jr. fought last night, and that's a bit sad for me because I remember when we, we sat together for the for the Bernard Hopkins Trinidad fight in nineteen in two thousand one back at the Garden a couple of weeks after nine eleven. We sat next to each other, and I said, you know, I told him, I said, you know, you, you've been a bit of a disappointment to your father as far as boxing is concerned, and it really isn't your ability; it's, it's your it's your dedication. You have none. I was sitting. He he couldn't do anything. He was sitting right next to me, so he couldn't escape it. Okay, but he said he was going to work on this and that. And of course, he showed up six and a half pounds overweight for the weigh-in last night. So, what can I say, Larry? Same old Camacho Junior. Well, it's same old uh, for most juniors, most uh, sons of star boxers. It, they just, the apple does fall far from the tree when it comes to the world of uh, pugilism, doesn't it? Well, the difference is when you're uh, born and raised in poverty. And uh, to when you're born and raised uh, in a uh, suburban atmosphere. HBO's going tonight. Of course, you're your former employer. Um, tell me, do you know anything about this Michael Belcher in the main event, Miguel? Um, he he had a really a couple of really good, exciting fights. He's a real. Um, crowd-friendly type of fighter um, and fighting, uh, you know, a really a, a tough Japanese guy, I believe, and uh, it it should pop through as a, a crowd-friendly fight. 31-1, and 1, 26 kills. We're taking on Takashi Mohura, 31-3-2. and 2. Why is it a knock on Japanese fighters that they don't punch hard? Is that something, is that hereditary? Where I can't, think, I just can't look back and think of too many Japanese punchers historically. Um, well, um, the record is what the record is, and you're right about that. And I'm not sure for all of the reasons. Maybe, maybe they have the greatest jaws in the world. They are certainly, uh, you know, very competitive, determined fighters, uh, at least the ones we see on the top level. Um, I don't know. In baseball, there's a saying that, you know, Japanese, we see more Japanese pitchers than we do hitters. And that uh, it may have to do with some something to do with how they're um, and bodies are structured. Um, that's another way of saying they don't have big, big asses and thick legs where power uh, comes from. True. We're talking with Larry Merchant. Larry, the forum figured that's going to pack the joint tonight. That fight, the Japanese fighter, of course, coming in to fight the the Mexican fighter. That's I figured they'll do at least ten thousand people. And you know, anytime you can put ten thousand people in an arena, it's a good night. Well, if they can put all those bodies in the seats, and and there are, um, as you know, a lot of uh, Japanese uh, residents in in Southern California, as there are uh, even more Mexican uh, people of Mexican origin. So uh, perhaps uh, they're going to come out for a good night at the fights. No doubt about it. Switching gears, you're a veteran. Um... Is what's going on in in the Washington right now? Is, is I, I know I don't think it's treason per se by, by definition, but can you really like can you can you ask a foreign entity for help during an election? That that reeks of um of impropriety. That reeks of, of a crime. Well, uh, just put it this way: if 
If this were Hillary Clinton as president, can you imagine the uproar from Republicans about this? Hmm. I mean, that says everything. So um, it is what it is. There is an independent in, uh, investigator, and uh, we'll see whether it's uh, a wrong thing, a, a criminal thing to do as well as a wrong thing to do. But but the bottom line is, at the end of the day, the president can pardon anybody before or after they're even charged. Well, um, that might be a hard thing to do for him politically. But, um, you know, we have a president uh, who doesn't necessarily behave the way other presidents have. And um, just the fact that uh, we're anticipating that as a possible end game here, and, you know, supports that. Pretty, pretty scary when a Republican congressman was asked on television yesterday, can you tell me whether or not the president uh, was involved in any criminal activity? And he couldn't say no. That, that, that's, I think that was a, a pretty, that was a pretty. Well, I, yeah, look, it's understandable. Uh, politically, they, they have a base of voters who believe in Trump for whatever reason. And they have to be careful. And uh, when they say anything negative, it has to be really based on uh, something that they can uh, suggest will hurt the whole party and all of their beliefs and so on and so forth. Well, but right now, um, you know, in the media game and what is fake and what is real, um for for uh, supporters of this administration and the Republican Party, um, they're willing to give them a pass for other things they think may be coming. You know, Chris Wallace and Shepard Smith with um, with Fox News just just eviscerated him yesterday. So I, I guess the gloves are off at Fox News. Let's move on to another subject. Of course, se- September the sixteenth, they've got this big fight going on. T-Mobile Arena, Johnny Golovkin. Canelo Alvarez, both guys are training. Canelo's not going to have any problems making weight. He's actually stayed at weight in between fights, unlike before. So this is all about this. Is, this is the there's going to be more pride on the line here, Godfather. You know, I thought there would be a lot of pride on the line with the with Chavez and and um, and Canelo, but Chavez didn't bring his pride. Chavez left it at home. But I think there's going to be so much pride on both sides of the the fence here. Gennady Golovkin undefeated, Canelo Alvarez once once beaten. I just think this the pride. The pride factor is going to raise this fight to an even higher level. Well, um, you find that among quality uh, elite fighters. Um, um, they, they don't want to yield. Um, and, you know, this is a major, major um, boxing event. Uh, so much so that uh, yesterday, I don't remember where I was, um, in some uh, shop, and a salesman asked me about the fight. And in my mind, I thought, oh, my gosh, here's another uh, question about um, uh, Mayweather's circus. And he said, who do you like, Triple G or, or Canelo? And I said, okay, uh, we're starting to get to where people are are really looking forward 
uh, to this event as a real event. And, you know, as a competitive event, um, and you guys, if you're, if you, if you ever watched a, a boxing contest, you, you want to see what happens. No doubt about that. September the 16th, live on pay-per-view. Once beaten, uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez, of course, losing that one fight to Floyd Mayweather via 12-round decision. You talked about the Mayweather circus. We'll pass on that with the exception of how much month, what kind of money do you think that really thing's going to make? Do you think these guys are going to be worthy of those type of purses, 75 and whatever, the $100 million? You know, this is not a question of worthy. They're putting on a circus. Everything that that comes out of their press conferences sounds sounds like professional wrestling to me. Does anybody ever cover professional wrestling? Have you ever seen a result of a professional wrestling contest in a sports section or even in an entertainment section where it belongs? No. This is all it's all a hype. Everyone knows it. And yet um uh the way the stars are aligned, it seems that a lot of people are going to want to buy it, even at a hundred bucks a pop, which is just amazing. And um, you know, I was in the in the in the, in the famous uh, Santa Monica uh, outdoor market the other day, and I know all the or all or many of the vendors, and uh, one of them wanted to bet with me. He, he said the experts are always wrong. Uh, I'll bet you twenty dollars, even. So I said, okay, we have a bet, and I never, I'm, I'm, I'm picking Mayweather. I said, and I never wanted to lose a bet so badly. <laughs> Larry, have a wonderful Saturday. Say hello to the Godmother for me. You guys have a great weekend. We'll talk soon, Godfather. <laughs> okay, take care, Pedro. Man, folks, uh, do I bless you with the presence of, of a Hall of Famer? I mean, I feel so, I feel honored to have Larry Merchant around. I really do. Integrity, honesty, and what a legacy as far as a broadcaster, a journalist. I mean, I can go on and on. The sports editor of Philadelphia Daily News. Man, he's the HBO since 1978. Of course, the World Boxing Hall of Fame, International Boxing Hall of Fame. I can go on and on. But the bottom line is, I don't have enough time. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Next up, we'll hear what a knockout's all about. And when should a referee stop a fight, be a boxing or MMA as we'll tune in uh, to what Dr. Nettensetti has to say. This guy's a neurologist from New York City. Bottom line is, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. I think that the Affordable Care Act, you know, as long as it wasn't a name of uh, the Obamacare, it would pass. They made the test already. But the fact of the matter is, at the essence of it all, is people need health care. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. We're joined by Dr. Netson Sethi, folks. He is our brain doctor, our brain expert, of course, a neurologist from New York State. And, Doc, you want to go with that disclaimer before we go any further? Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you from New York City. I, I just want to uh, say that I work as a chief medical officer for the New York State Athletic Commission. And the views I'm going to share with you and your viewers are my own. They don't necessarily reflect the views of the commission. Thank you. Okay, great enough. Now, you and I have talked in the past, of course, it's all about head, head, head injuries and com- on contact sports, be it the NFL or be it combat sports, boxing. But I've always, I've always wondered from a doctor's point of view, and you, you are a noted ring top, ringside neurologist, when, is a good, when do you stop a fight? When, when is a fight stopped? Peter, I'm glad you asked the question because recently I've written about this and I'm trying to standardize what are called medical stoppages in boxing. So let me explain. As you're aware, some commissions, in some commissions, you know, they only allow the referee to stop a fight. In other commissions, where either the referee or the ringside physician can stop a fight. So obviously, medical stoppages occur in boxing all the time. And, you know, as boxing fans will appreciate, a lot of times they will say, oh, that was a good medical stoppage by the ringside physician, or that was a good stoppage by the referee. Sometimes fans will be upset. They'll say, oh, that was a bad stoppage. It was not done at the right time. So 
you know, in boxing, you can kind of say there are good medical stoppages, and what I, and I define a good medical stoppage as a stoppage which is done at the right time in the bout, not too early, not too late, and it's done for the right medical reason. On the other hand, a bad medical stoppage will be a stoppage which is done either too early. Uh, the fight was stopped too early. The boxer could recover, the, but the, the doctor or the referee stopped the fight. Or it's done too late after damage has occurred, after the boxer has been injured. Or if the fight is stopped for the wrong medical indication. So what I always tell is that in, in, a, in, in any boxing match, as you know, I mean, I, I personally love boxing. I, uh, you know, but as a, as a doctor, as a neurologist, my job and that of the job of the ringside physicians at that time, we are not, we are not there as fans. We are there. Our only job is and should be to protect the health and safety of the fighters who are in the ring. Doc, and I have a contrast. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, sir. So you have to contrast that with, you know, the reaction of the fans. Fans want the fight to go on. You know, that, 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 that's understandable. Sometimes, you know, the promoters want the fight to go on. The corners will like the fight to go on. They might be thinking that the boxer is going to turn things around. Even if the boxers get in hurt, they might say, well, my boxer might turn things around. A lot of times, as you know, fighters never quit. Boxers never quit. In boxing, people don't quit. So boxers want the fight to go on. So a lot of times, really the only person who's kind of objective has to be the ringside physician. The ringside physician has to make the call based solely on medical concerns for the fighter. No other, no other thing should be in his, in his or her mind. So that's what I'm trying, to, I'm trying to really standardize. Can we standardize these stoppages? Can we make them uniform? So, so you know, it's around the country. The same uh, protocols are followed. Stoppages get standardized. The sports governing bodies like the WBO, WBC, they have also a role in the input of these. And that's my attempt to kind of standardize medical stoppages in boxing. Okay. I got to ask you this. I'm going back two years. A guy, fight, guy by the name of Pritchard Cologne was in a fight, and he got hit in the back of the head. He was rabbit punched and hit in the back of the head. He went down. Uh, he's in his corner. He's complaining about being dizzy, and the back of his head hurts. So this Dr. Richard Ashby, according to Kenny Rice, who is the NBC reporter, quote, I just talked to Dr. Richard Ashby. He is a doctor here on call and the one checking on Cologne, Rice said in the broadcast. He continued. He told me that Cologne said he, he, said that Cologne said he was dizzy and hurting in the back of the head but felt he could go on. Now, I'm, I'm not going to go on any further than that. That fight should have been stopped right then and there, period. Right, and, and Pedro, without commenting on this, this case, because it should not be right for me to comment on something which I was not there. What I can say is exactly, you know, a ringside physician's job at that time is very tough, and I hope your fans appreciate the pressures which are on there on the ringside doctors, and that's why, uh, you know, everybody wants the fight to go on, but the doctor has to either stop the fight or let it continue based, I feel, solely on the medical condition of the boxer. So how do we... How do we kind of go about doing that? So I strongly believe that a doctor's job does not start when something has already bad has happened. A doctor's job occurs throughout the course of the bout. So like when you have a one-minute rest period between the bouts, the ringside physicians, they, as you know, most, in most fights, there are two ringside physicians, one on each corner. The ringside physician should step up 
either step up to the ring canvas, lean over, have a look at the boxer. You know, you don't want to be interfering with the corner's time. The one minute they have with their fighter, you don't need to be doing anything, but you need to be looking, seeing how the boxer is doing. Is he complaining anything to his corner? Is he saying, Am I, does he say, I'm hurting? Or does he say, my head hurts? How does he interact with the corners? As you know, boxers at that time are interacting with the corner. You know, so that is a very good, that, that period, the one-minute period, is where a doctor should be doing his job all the time between, between rounds. And that is the ideal time to really be assessing the fighter throughout the fight. Now, let's assume a fighter has suffered a knockdown in the preceding round, okay? Or as a doctor, when you sit in ringside, you see, you see that, that he took a lot of punishment in that round. So let's assume now it's a minute's break after the round is over. I strongly believe the ringside physician at that time should step up to the corner, ask the boxer maybe a few questions. Are you okay? You know where you are. Is, is anything hurting? Uh, again, kind of look at the fact how he's interacting with his, with his corner. Uh, when the fighter is walking back to his corner, is he steady on his feet? Uh, does he voice any complaints to his corner, like, you know, headache, pressure in the head, some dizziness, some blurred vision? And like I emphasize, the ringside physician should try to do this without intruding on the corner's time. And that's where it seems I want the fans to appreciate that's why our job is so difficult. Because but, you want to do this without really interrupting the flow of the fight. Now, let's assume the ringside physician feels, I need more time to look at this fighter. I, what I feel what we should do, and I, this is the way I want to standardize things across the country, is at that point in time, the ringside physician will tell the referee, I need more time to look at this fighter. So what will happen? The referee will signal the start of the next round. So the bell rings. As soon as the bell rings, the referee calls a timeout. He walks the other fighter to the neutral corner, and he brings this fighter, whom, I, whom the ringside physician wants to look at, to the ringside physician. And that's the time the ringside physician has a few moments when he quickly examine the fighter. You know, ask him questions. Are you hurt? How do you feel? Does your head hurt? Do you know where you are? Uh, now, if the fighter appears confused, disoriented, you can ask more questions. You know, which round is it? Who's your opponent? W you know, what venue are you fighting at? Quickly, you can flash a light into the, uh, into the uh, uh, fighter's eyes. As you know, the eyes are, the, are a window into the, into the brain. So you want to look at the pupils. Are they reacting well to light? That kind of gives an idea that there's no, there's no increased pressure in the brain. You can ask him to track your finger across. Sometimes you'll see us ringside giving like a complex command to the fighter, like take your right hand, touch your left ear. Now, what, the reason we are doing that, we want to see the fighter following command. And at times I'm looking at the fighter. Is he leaning over on the ropes? Is he resting? Is he steady? So that's the time I'm kind of you know, assessing the fighter. And then you have to appreciate I need to do that very quickly, within 10 seconds, because if I spend too much time, what happens? I am, in a way, giving this fighter time to recover. So obviously the other corner will be very upset with the ringside position, and the commission, they'll say, well, you know what? This fight is not being fair because you're giving time for the fighter to recover. My, my, my fighter can knock him out if you let the fight go right now. So you have to do this very quickly, and then you have to quickly tell the referee, and I think the way I feel it, that time, that time your, your decision should be clear. Either the fight goes on or the fight stops on medical grounds. That time you're not thinking, oh, I'm not sure, should I let it go? 
if you are in doubt, I always feel if you're in doubt, err on the side of safety. The boxer's safety always comes first. You know, that's, referee, Doc, that's I the want one, the fight to be stopped. Yeah, that's the way I feel about climate change. In other words, if there's a risk here, let's let's take care of it. Let's address it first. Anyway, good versus bad medical stoppages in boxing. Stopping a fight in time. It's an article written by my guest here, Dr. Nitin Sadi. is a neurologist, of course, out of New York. Department of Neurology, New York Presbyterian Hospital. Listen, Doc, I thank you and I feel blessed each and every time you, you uh, share your knowledge. This is here on the on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, so I thank you for everything, and hopefully we can talk again real soon. Don't forget the website, braindiseases.wordpress.com. Right, Doc? That's right, Pedro. Thank you so much. My buddy, Dr. Nettensetti, baby. We're going to Cuba together. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, we're leaving. Oh, Frankie Valley in the background there? July 25th, Paso Robles, California. Anyway, October 23rd, I'm going to Cuba. That's right. Me and Dr. Nettensetti and the entire WBO, the World Boxing Organization, their 30th Annual Congress, will take us to Cuba and the Bahamas via a cruise boat. I kid you not, we're leaving the 23rd of October. If you want to go, go to WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. Guess what? Janati Golovkin or Canelo Alvarez, they may be on the cruise. That's right. Cruise with the champs. Straight up. October 23rd. Check it out. WBOboxing.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Frankie, baby! I'm great. Thank you, Pedro. I'm great. I feel great. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Everybody knows I'm knocking out all bums, right? 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, Saturdays and Sundays, right here on many of these same stations across the country and internet platforms as well. But don't forget, I evolve and transform and become the Taco Man. That's right, Taco Man Radio. That's 10 p.m. Saturday nights, two hours of sports smack humor some well, we have a great time check us out 10 p.m pacific time that's 1 a.m east time right here on many of these same stations across the country you are tuned to ring talk live worldwide let's take it to wheeling west virginia i've never been there but coach john johnson's from west virginia so it's got to be a great place what's up richard well if you get here you'll get uh, what they call the wheeling feeling i like that that sounds good is, is that from a hooker uh, there used to be a lot of them around here. I worked across the street for many of them. I uh, used to walk, when I was working, I used to go deliver to a customer because I worked at auto parts, and I'd get down there and I'd stop the cat house on the way down. Oh, you know what? I mean? You and I got a whole lot in common. We can't talk about it on the radio, though. What can I do for you? I mean, as far as that's you concerned. Talking, <laughs> you were talking about the boxing was dead. And to me, uh, I just. You were mentioning so many great fights that, the, uh, you know, the Roberto Durant and the Thomas Hearns and uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, that to me was a heyday of boxing. I might be thinking too much in the past where, I mean, I saw it's a mad, 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 mad world uh, comedy movie, and I haven't, seen, I haven't seen anything since because I thought that was the greatest. It couldn't be anything better. I might be thinking the same way about boxing that it couldn't be any better than it was in the 70s. And I guess it was the 70s. 70s but, uh, and 80s, no doubt about it. I think you're right, and I think that historians will look back in 20 years from now and agree to the same thing. Richard, how are you listening to the show? How are you listening? 1600 WKKX, Wheeling, West Virginia. Well, I thank you so much, Richard. You call me back real soon. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, tonight, Omar Figueroa and Robert the Ghost Guerrero hooking it up. Of course, the ghost, the kid that... I discovered, that's right, I discovered back in the day, long, 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 long time ago, when he made his debut in 2001, I said, this guy was going to be a stud, and after four or five or six fights, I said, maybe he's got it, and then after 10, I said, he's ready to go, baby, and Robert the Ghost Guerrero, of course, losing that fight to Mayweather a few years ago, but then that made him a whole lot of money, and people say to me, well, he lost to Mayweather, so what? He didn't get hurt, and he made like, you know, 10, 12 million, whatever he made, he made a lot of money, okay, a lot more money would have made fighting anybody else. So the bottom line is it was a great business decision for the man from Gilroy, California, the garlic capital of the world. Of course, I'm talking about 
uh, Robert Guerrero. Speaking of the USC, USC went down last week. They've got a card Sunday, but USC going down last week. Robert Whitaker defeating Yoel Romero for a version of the world middleweight title. Of course, Alistair Overeem, the former Strike Force heavyweight champion, taking out for a beast for doing with a unanimous nod across the board. Get this. Both these guys are two of the biggest punchers in heavyweight MMA history. They've got two of the glasses jaws in MMA history, and yet it goes to a three-round decision. That's just what Murphy's Law, I guess. Anything, anything that won't happen is supposed to happen. Curtis Blades, the winner on the card, as well, as well was Anthony Pettis, the former lightweight champion. Now, Boxing Night, of course, pretty good cards tonight, no doubt about that. Check out television. Look at your Showtime calendar. Look at your HBO calendar. Look at your Fox Sports calendar. You know, you can check this all out. Real quick, real, real quick and easy way to do that is go to BoxRec.com. Just look up all the fights that are coming up. You can see which ones are televised, which ones aren't. You know, you get a clue as to what you're going to do as far as your weekends. And, of course, you can always set that DVR. And at the end of the day, fight fans, what can I say? You can always check out the results here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. That's Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, right here on this Ring Talk Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Of course, the big mixed martial arts event. And that's what it's going to be, a freak show, of course, in August. I'm talking about... Mayweather and Conor McGregor, and we'll get into that in depth in the upcoming weeks, but it's selling. They're on tour right now. They're going around the world. Am I excited? No. Will I watch it? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody is sort of compelled to watch it, but not at 100 bucks a pop. Believe me. If ever there was a fight you wanted to steal on the internet, I guess that's the one you want to steal, right? 100 bucks? Come on. It's a farce. It's a freak show, or is it? We'll see what happens when it all goes down for us in August. Mayweather and Conor McGregor, the battle for a whoa. Battle for what? For what? For, for all that money. Anyway, until next time, don't forget, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Ring Talk Radio Network. <laughs>